Hello, welcome to this Friday evening episode of the Locked On Penguins podcast. I'm your host, Hunter Hodes. Follow me on Twitter at Hunter Hodes. Follow the show's Twitter at LO underscore Penguins. We have made it to yet another weekend on this June 19th. You know, I say this every day, you know, we are just flying through um, the month of June. We have a bit of stuff to talk about on today's show. A lot of news came out today with some coronavirus testing. A lot of players have tested positive for it, including... Austin Matthews, but uh, to start, we do have this day in Pittsburgh Penguins history. On this day in 1984, uh, the greatest player, hockey player of all time, Mario Lemieux, signed his first contract with the Pittsburgh Penguins, and um, what a career that would turn out to be. And, uh, you know, that's putting it lightly. So, uh, on this day in 1996, Mario also won his third Hart Trophy as the NHL's most valuable player, and he also won the Lester B. Pearson Trophy. Also, we have a birthday today. Um, on this day in 1940, Pittsburgh Penguins left winger Keith McCreary was born. So happy birthday to Keith. And um, yeah, Mario did a lot of awesome stuff on this day. Like I said, signing his contract and winning his third hard trophy. It's never a bad day to talk about Mario Lemieux. But um, the big news today that came out. So um, this morning, Bob McKenzie was basically tweeting out there was a team that had three players test positive and two staff members and that team ended up being the Tampa Bay Lightning because well of course it's Florida Um, Florida has seen a massive spike in COVID-19 cases these last few days I think this last week it's like 2,000 3,000 a day because I think their restrictions are not as um, heavy as some other states still are Um, they're probably gonna have to change that at this rate as these cases just keep spiking there I think that's the state that's spiking the most along with Arizona, um, Nevada, I think I saw South Carolina has been also spiking as well. So, I mean, it honestly should come to no surprise that um, the first, well, or some of the first positive tests uh, during phase two come from Florida because they're just, their cases are spiking all the time. Um, we also saw Austin Matthews. Apparently, according to Steve Simmons, he has tested positive for the coronavirus. I believe he's also quarantining with Frederick Anderson. So um, hopefully Freddie did not get it. <laughs> But, um, yeah, to say that, you know, as Travis Yo said, um, who, of course, works for TSN, I'm trying to find the uh, the tweet here. I mean, this is this is a pretty disastrous start for the NHL and their return to play pan. You know, when you have Austin Matthews, one of your best players in the league on, well, I should say in a city that has hockey's biggest market and he's testing positive for COVID-19. Yeah, um, I, I would say that's pretty bad, especially also, you know, three Tampa Bay players have tested positive, two of their staff members. They've had to close down their facilities and they've also had to test the rest of the players there and everyone else that's been at the facility. So um, yeah, it's a giant mess to start. The initial, um, their PR team actually just released a statement Um just just as basically I started recording this, so that's actually kind of funny. So it says, since NHL clubs were permitted to open their training facilities on June 8th, all players entering these facilities for training have been subject to mandatory testing for COVID-19. Through today, in excess of 200 players have undergone multiple testing. A total of 11 of these players have tested positive. All the players who have tested positive have been self-isolated and are following the CDC and Health Canada protocols. The NHL will provide a weekly update on the number of tests administered to players and the results of those tests. The league will also not be providing information on the identify on the identity of the players or the club. So, out of 200 players that have undergone testing, 11 of them have tested positive. Um, that's still 11 too many. Um, that's not good. And you know, and I, I, I think back to that quote that I saw in Elliot Freeman's 30 Thoughts yesterday. 30 it was it wasn't his 31 thoughts. He just had three thoughts. I think back to this quote where he had a quote from I think it was like a doctor in there or something like that. And you know, it, it basically said, you know, it's not a matter of if players are going to test positive. It's a matter of when and how they can midgetate this and 
And basically, I guess just like get on with it. So I mean, like this, this of these eleven players that test positive, these are not going to be the last eleven players that test positive for the coronavirus during phase two, phase three, phase four. You know, I know you have all the people saying shut it down. You know, I mean, if this continues, um, I think you're going to have to, um, you know, especially with how the cases are spiking in some of the states. I know, um, I state like Pennsylvania, the case, um, it's they're going really well. Um, I'm in Virginia. Um, the governor here is being very, very careful. The numbers have gone down a lot. I think the numbers even in New York have gone down. But, you know, the same can't be said for places, you know, like Arizona, Nevada, Florida, South Carolina. Um, I'm sure there's plenty of others. So, yeah, I mean, they, these will, these 11 players are test positive, like I said. They will not be the last ones to test positive. But, you know, we just have to hope that the numbers continue to trend down for a lot of this country and hopefully some the other parts of this country actually start to put some restrictions back in place. You know, like I said, with Florida, I know Florida is a very, very easy target because there's a lot of stupid people down there. Um, honestly, there's a lot of stupid people that have just been doing stupid things during this pandemic. I don't want to make this a, just an entire rant, but you know, you have a bunch of idiots. Oh my God, you know, it's, it's been three months. I'm just going to go out and do this. And it's just like, you're just, you're just going to make this worse as the, as cases continue to spike in some areas of this country and oh yeah there's still medical experts are still saying that there's going to be another peak coming around the fall when it gets colder so i mean you know i've seen the tweets that say you know we're probably not gonna have sports until 2021 wouldn't surprise me in the slightest with how people behave during this pandemic there's just i always remember what my uncle told me you know people are funny there's a lot of really really dumbass people in this country that you know they don't follow the protocols they don't wear masks when they go out in public they don't social distance, you know, you got people going out to the beach with like 50 to 60 people just partying their asses off, you know, going to all these bars, sitting very close to each other with no masks on. And it's just like, you know what, you're going to make this worse. And it's just, it's just going to set us back that much, that much further. But, um, I know I, I'm ranting a little bit, but that's just, that, that shit just pisses me off that people continue to do that shit. Yeah. I mean, you know, what can the league can do at this point, you know, continue to social distance, have the players wear masks, except when, you know, when they're not on the ice, don't have them. Hopefully they're not going out too much anyway to do stuff. But you know, for the people that thought, oh my God, you know, this virus is going to go away in three months. No, I mean, th th this shit is going to be here until a vaccine is out and how it's going to be here long, honestly, after a vaccine comes out anyway. Um, you know, I mean, you know, we'll just, we'll see if we have sports this summer. That's all I'm going to say. You know, the, with the things we had today, the results with the test about, it's about, I think 11 out of 200. I'm trying to do the math here real quick. I'm not a math major. It's about, I think, what, 5% of players, 5% too many. So yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm not, I will not be surprised in the slightest if there were no sports this summer. Hell, I won't be surprised if there's no sports going into um, 2021. That, that, that's just, that's my take on it. I'm sure you, I'm sure there's people that will disagree. I'm sure there's people that will agree, but yeah, I just won't be surprised with it in the slightest. Um, there was Tampa Bay, they, Julian Breezeboy, the general manager of the lightning. They did have a statement today that talked about what happened. Uh, I'll just read some of it for you guys. You know, he said, we have learned that three players and additional staff members have tested positive for COVID-19. They've been self-isolated following CDC protocols and are asymptomatic other than a few cases of lower grade fever those who have been in contact with these individuals have been notified the lightning continue testing and are strictly following an nhl all nhl and government procedures as part of the league's phase two guidelines the team the team training facilities were immediately closed with all players and staff being sent home those facilities 
will remain temporarily shut down until we can ensure a safe environment. I am almost hiccuped during that statement. I did like this end of the statement though, basically with a significant rise in cases in the city of Tampa and the state of Florida, we are imploring everyone in the Bay Area, especially young people to help slow the spread of this pandemic by following the recommendations of the government officials by wearing a mask, practicing social distancing and continue to wash their hands regularly. Well, Julian Brisbane, you know what you can do with that statement, which is a really, really good end to the statement. Show that to the Florida governor who has eased up on restrictions and honestly doesn't really seem to give a shit about what's going on in his state. Because, you know, there's just been spikes going on in that state uh, for the last week or so. And um, I'm not sure it's going to stop until they actually put more restrictions back into place. But still, well said by Julian Brisbois. Um, to sum it all up, I know I've said this three to four times already. Those 11 players test positive. Those will not be the last players to test positive during this phase two. Um, who knows when phase three is going to start? I know they want to start at July 10th. That's a temporary date. But with the news that came out today, um, I think they may have to potentially push it back. Because, you know, I, I honestly, I, I, I mean, I know I can't predict the future, but I think there's a good chance that you'll probably see more results coming next week with more positive tests for COVID-19 for players and staff members. That's just my opinion on that. Um, it just, it's, there's, it's still just very, very much alive in this country and will be for a long time where people just aren't going to just not test positive for it, I guess is how I should describe it. And, you know, top it all off, you know, we had the, the Phillies and the Clemson today. I think Phillies, I think they had, what, five? Um, it was like I think the number was like five to eight players test positive down in, in Clearwater, Florida, where their spring training facility is. They had to close that. I think 23 Clemson football players for, uh, from college football tested positive. I think five more staff members. Yeah, it's just, it, it, it's not good. So, yeah, I just wanted to get that off my chest for this first segment for today's episode. But, with that said, it is now time to talk about rockauto.com. It's a family business, serves auto parts customers online for 20 years. You can go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, you can get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Best of all, the prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselves. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? You can go to rockauto.com right now. You can see all the parts available for your car or truck. You can write locked on in their how did you hear about us so they know what we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. That is rockauto.com. All right, so we're back here on this episode of Locked on Penguins. There's honestly not too much to talk about for the Penguins, but um, I will say Josh Yoey, who's been on this podcast before, Great, outstanding article today. Um, he talked to Mike Sullivan about Sidney Crosby and the drive um, about and how Mike Sullivan is just very excited. I'm not going to spoil the whole article, but um, I will share some quotes that Sullivan told Josh. Um, a couple that you know, this article just honestly made me run through a brick wall. If you guys are not subscribed to the Athletic, please do it. I think they're running a 30 day free trial right now, actually. So yeah, if you're not on the Athletic train yet, I would very much recommend that you do. Uh, they have absolutely amazing sports articles there from not just the Penguins, but just, you know, college football, you know, baseball. Ken Rosenthal's done a magnificent job covering um, why the baseball owners are so damn cheap um, and why they just can't come to agreement with the players. That's I wish I could talk about that on this podcast for a whole episode because I would just slam the owners because um, I guess I'll talk about it a little bit. Um, I know this is not a baseball podcast, but. I'll rant a little bit. You know, the, the owners are just being so cheap right now with baseball and they're just, they're, they're killing their sport. You know, the players want their prorated salaries. Obviously they're not going to get their full freaking 162 game salary, but the owners are just being so cheap about it. Okay. So like 
they the MLB requested 60 games, and then the players went to 70 games. It's like, okay, let's meet in the middle. And then MLB is like, no, we're not going to come to a, an agreement halfway. We're just going to, like, do what we want. And it's just like, okay. I mean, you're just you're killing your own sport by just pissing off the fans and just everyone everyone is around baseball is just pissed off right now. And Rob Manfred, I think, has done a terrible job. But okay, that's my quick rant on that. But still, um, point being, you guys should subscribe to The Athletic. It's absolutely outstanding. Um, one of the quotes that Mike Sullivan told The Athletic, told The Athletic, told Josh Yoey of The Athletic, he said, let's put it this way. I know it, this has his attention this postseason. If it happens, it has his attention. I know what it means to him to win championships. And this is an opportunity to win a championship. Those opportunities don't come around all the time. Josh actually mentioned something that I totally forgot about and that is that in that Sidney Crosby, if the season does happen and who knows if it's going to happen with the test that came in today with 11 players testing positive out of 200. Um, and of course there's probably going to be plenty more as I keep repeating myself, but um, Sidney Crosby will be playing on his birthday, um, which is August 7th. So wow. How did he get 87 for his number yet? Eight dash seven, because you know, that is Sidney Crosby. He's easily the most superstitious hockey player. I have ever seen in my life. I mean, the sto- the stories that like I have read about how superstitious he is. I think like he he doesn't really talk to his family on game day. He's had like the same basically meal on game day ever since I think he came into the league. I think I remember reading one time. Um, I remember um, when the Penguins won the Eastern Conference in two thousand eight. They didn't touch the trophy. So then they lost that year. So then when they won it the next year, Sid's like, okay, I'm going to change it up. I'm going to be superstitious. So they started touching it. In 2009, they won. Then in 2016, he's like, nope, we're doing the same thing. I'm going to touch it this time. 2017, yep, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. He did it again, they win. So if they go back to the Stanley Cup final this year or if they go back another year, you bet your ass that he is going to touch the trophy along with Evgeny Malkin and Chris Letang and whoever else. And I think I think I remember in 2016 when I was watching it, he told them to come and he's like, no, you go here because he remembered exactly how they did it in 2009. This guy, I'm telling you, he's the most superstitious hockey player that I have really ever seen in my life. It's just, it's just honestly really funny. Gino, though, will not be able to play on his birthday. I think the season would theoretically start August 1st and I think his, Gino's birthday is um, July 31st. I mean, through reading this article, I could just kind of tell that I mean, I think a fourth one really does mean a lot to Crosby because he'll tie Gretzky for four. Um, I think the duo of Gretzky and Messier, they won four Stanley Cups in Edmonton. Jeez, I almost forgot. I almost thought it was five Stanley Cups that they won together, but no, it's four. So if Sid and Gino do win a fourth one, that would tie Gretzky and Messier with with four. Um, that's, yeah, that, that's a pretty good bar, bar to hit, I would say. Um, I know that's what's going to drive Sid a lot. You know, that's just, he's just, I'm sure he's just ready to run through a wall. Um, another quote that I loved, you know, the thing with, from Sullivan, the thing with Sid is he's had the benefit of winning. He knows what it takes, but he's had a lot of success in certain years and in certain situations, but he's also tasted disappointment. So he's at the stage of his career where he has a certain perspective. And because of that, I think he views this summer as a really special opportunity. And I know Gino and Chris Letang feel the same way. Those guys have been on both sides of it. They love playing together. They love winning championships together. I know what it means to them, and I know they'll be ready. Yeah, to see those those the, the trio of them win four Stanley Cups. I mean, that would just be just 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 awesome. That that's the word I think to use for it. If if they do win a fourth one this year, or what, what, if they have it or down the line, you know, I'd love for them to get a, a picture with a Stanley Cup, just the three of them around it, just kissing it, like how um, Sid and Gino did for the third one, where. And then the Penguins did the Photoshop of uh, what Yager and Lemieux did when they had their arms crossed. They did the same for Sid and Gino. Um, 
that that was just that was awesome. I loved how they did that because they did that after the back to back in ninety one and ninety two. I'd love to see them do that kind of with um the, with an ad Chris Latang because you know that's the that's their trio. But yeah, you know, like I said, please please read that article. You know, it made me want to run through a wall. I know Sidney Crosby is more than ready to lead this team to another Stanley Cup. I think they have the team to do it. I was actually having a funny conversation with one of my uh, Jeff, Jeff, who of course he's been on this podcast from Penguins Twitter. Um, one of my, in a group chat, my, one of my friends, he, he's best friends with one of my good friends named Matt. And that basically just joked. He's like, wow, an athlete that's ready to play and win. He's like, holy shit. And Jeff's like, no, I, I honestly don't think you understand Sidney Crosby. I've honestly never really seen anyone obsessed with anything like Sidney Crosby is with winning at hockey. If there's a word more emphatic than obsession or possession, that's it. So, I mean, that, that literally describes Sidney Crosby in a nutshell. He, he he wants to win every single year. I mean, who, what player doesn't want to win every single year? But just still, to get that fourth cup, you know, I, I've talked about this before. I know it's, it sounds like a dumb cliche, but, you know, the immortality stage, basically. Everyone already considers him a top 10 player of all time. I think if you don't consider him a top 10 player of all time, you're you're behind the curve, you know. That's that's your call. It's your opinion. But I think that's that's the wrong opinion to have. I think I mean that would I think he's honestly a top five player of all time. But if he gets that fourth one, I think people will honestly start to come around. And be like, yeah, well, I think he is a top five to ten player of, of all time, and definitely top ten. But you can easily make the case right now that he's top five. But even especially if he gets that fourth, people will be like, oh, yep, he, he's top five now. It's amazing what a fourth Stanley Cup will do, especially as he, if he ties Wayne Gretzky. You know that'll get people talking. But wanted to share a little bit of that article for you guys, as it's you know it's something to talk about at this time where there's not a lot of Penguins news to come about right now um please go check out the rest of it like i said i'm not going to spoil all of it but with that said it is now our favorite time of the episode it's time to talk about bill bar i know you guys love hearing about bill bar every single first ad break or second ad break i know i love talking about it too but still 16 amazing flavors eight chocolate nut flavors eight chocolate nut free flavors the bars are covered in 100 chocolate they're soft and easy to chew the favorite flavor is still the peanut butter brownie 20 grams of protein 170 calories three grams of sugar three grams of net carbs we still have that offer you can go to builtbar.com use promo code locked on you'll get ten dollars off your first order that's promo code locked on for ten dollars off at builtbar.com all right, so welcome back to this episode of Lockdown Penguins. We'll just do a couple, uh, just a quick two and three minute segment here. Um, I don't know if you guys are aware of the uh, lawsuit, the Daniel Carcillo one, and another former junior player. They're basically alleging against the CHL, the, the CHL. Um, it's you know, if you guys haven't seen it, please check it out. There's a lot of language in there. If you guys don't like some cussing, and a lot of stuff in the story may disturb you. But I mean, it's, it's, it's heavy. Um, basically there was this huge lawsuit and they're basically alleging that from players for 15 to 17, they were routinely victims to hazing, bullying, physical and verbal harassment, physical assault, sexual harassment, and sexual assault. Um, I'm not, I, I, I can't read all this because I don't want to get in trouble on here, but there is there is a lot on it. Apparently, they were. I'll read a couple. There's a couple of things in here that I will not read because I don't. I don't like I said, I don't want to get in trouble. But apparently, some of the players were forced to consume saliva, urine, and just basically shit of other players, and to en- sexually engage with animals. Uh, there's a lot of really other stuff in here that I, my jaw dropped while reading it. Um, it was it was truly horrifying to read, and you know I honestly don't doubt it. I remember um, actually Daniel Carcillo. Um, I think he responded to this guy. He was like, oh yeah, then Daniel Carcillo probably did it. And he actually, re- um, 
showed an article uh, from Rich Clune that basically a quote from that article with Rich Clune wrote was basically, he's like, this was back in the days when physical hazing was pretty prominent, but lucky one of the older guys on the team, Daniel Carcillo, stuck up for me for some reason and made sure the older guys didn't mess with me too bad. So, I mean, for the person that said Daniel Carcillo, I guess, participated in it, I mean, he's 100% dead wrong, it looks like, when Rich Clune wrote his story for the Players' Tribune. I mean, you know, it was, it was, it was hard to read through it. You know, it was just my... I almost shed a tear, to be honest with you. It was just, it's truly horrifying. It's disgusting to read. It's disgusting that stuff happens um, in junior hockey where these players are not even 18 yet. They're just teenagers, high school students. It's just, it, it's it's disturbing. Um, you know, I have a buddy of mine, I think, he's, he's told me some stories when he, when he played um, when he was around 11 or 12, like 13. And those stories, are they're not up to that, but he, he's told me that there has been um, hazing that's gone on in the locker room that he's seen and he was disgusted by it. I mean, I might honestly have to have him on um, at some point to talk about this and just to maybe tell a couple of those stories. I mean, that, that, that are also, you know, show friendly. So yeah, hopefully we'll get that set up at some point. I'll have to text him and um, talk with him about it and see if he wants to do it. So um, I think that does it for this episode of Locked on Penguins. Again, I really appreciate you guys taking your time out of your day to listen to me ramble about this team for 20 minutes, three times a week. Um, next week, we have a cool, interesting um, segment that we're going to be doing for the show. You know, it's going to be Back to the Future. So basically, we're looking, we're going to be looking at, you know, what the team looks like, you know, maybe three years from now, five years from now. Um, I have some stuff that I've thought about for it already. Uh, maybe we'll get some guests on to talk about uh, what they think the team could look like. You know, we'll go back to the future for it and uh, do the segment. But, you know, continue to be safe. Keep washing your hands, social distance. Keep wearing a mask out in public. We are not out of this and not by a long shot. So um, like I said, I hope you all stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll be back with more episodes for this podcast coming next week. So we will talk to you all soon.